it's saturday august 1 welcome to a new episode of bazaar i'm your host sid and with me today is sidan jain all the way from bangkok how are you doing buddy i'm doing really good uh, it's a pleasure to be on your show today uh, really excited for our discussion oh man i am really happy to have you on the show was planning for this for a long time and you know let's let's just hop right into the topic so our topic for today is tesla and you know how it became the largest automaker in the world and tesla recently announced its q2 results which were better than expected the company posted an adjusted eps of $2.18 versus an expected loss of 15 cents and the company's sales were also above expectations the company posted a sales of 6 billion dollars versus an expectation of 5.2 billion dollars so pretty positive numbers and i think overall given the covid situation the statistics point that you know tesla is taking the step in the right direction and as of today the stock is trading at 1400 dollars with a market capitalization of around 262 billion dollars making it the most valuable car company in the world the stock is up more than 250% for the year and it's still got more gas in the tank so you know we we are going to be talking about valuations definitely no doubt about that but before we do that let's just talk about the future potential of tesla and what are some of its ongoing initiatives um so i think tesla is a very very bright future ahead of itself uh, because of the speed of innovation that the company has kept up since its inception and it's the first automaker uh, which actually went public since uh, ford all the way in 1956 So that shows you how uh, rare of an occurrence that is, and uh, their CEO and leader Elon is is a one of a kind person, uh, very brainy, very smart, and he's always looking to defy the odds uh, at every turn and prove himself to the public by you know achieving unrealistic goals in unrealistic timeframes. As we all know, you know they've always regularly overpromised and underperformed. Tesla is a company. but elon's always made sure that tesla achieves the goals and objectives uh, that he has set for them regardless of the time frame he achieves them in and most notably we can see these with the most recent results where tesla has made a profit in the last four quarters of its company and also the successful launches of spacex so this goes to show you the overall successful performance that it's had recently and no no wonder that the short sellers have got their fingers burnt <laughs> Yeah and um so recently Tesla just announced its uh, new Cybertruck and semi-automatic trucks as well. And these could potentially be a huge success for Tesla because of the large transportation market in America with a lot of goods going around the whole of the United States itself. And these products that Tesla have taken out have huge advantages over their respective competitors. So the semi-automatic trucks uh, which are not fully on the road yet as uh, they're still in production The uh, test truck di- drivers have all said that they're the most comfortable and safest trucks they've ever driven in their life. The only issue here again is that it shows that Tesla has had to delay the deliveries of these trucks to 2021 even though they had promised to deliver them in 2019. Well, well I'm not surprised, am I? Yeah, I mean as we can see, you know, Tesla does have a bright future ahead of itself with its product line and with its innovation and exciting te- technology. But I truly believe that the company needs to start to deliver its promises on time instead of always underperforming, because what problems this could um, cause in the future is that companies such as BMW, Mercedes, the competition will start to eat down on the huge early advantage that Tesla ha- had built for itself. 
And I think the company needs to achieve robust expansion and it needs to start meeting its international demand for its cars, especially the way it has done in China and America, so that it can continue its path towards success. China has definitely been a very big market for Tesla. And I think, you know, in a, in a few years, it might even eclipse America in, in terms of sales. So what do you think about that? Oh, I, I truly believe that, definitely. I mean, uh, China has been a big, big success ground for Tesla. It's allowed the company to grab a piece of the pie in China where the industry has been shrinking recently. And especially these things have been affected by the trade war between China and America and the ongoing coronavirus pandemic. But even with that going on, in tough times like these, Tesla still managed to gain an advantage on local Chinese companies, most notably one of them being uh, NIO, which is an electric car maker in China as well. And I think over the next few years, Tesla has the ability to further diversify their business into the energy market. As currently in the world, uh, the demand for renewable energy grows uh, day by day and in various nations especially. And I think going forward, the political and uh, geographical changes across the world will also have a huge impact on where Tesla is in five years. But I personally, I do see a very bright light ahead. Definitely. It's a very, very exciting time to be a Tesla shareholder, I guess. I mean, apart from the fact that the share has outperformed the market by a big margin, but even the future potential that this company holds, it's, it's a very exciting time. Oh, yeah. I mean, no doubt about that. Uh, you, I, I would say, though, you need to be careful if you're looking to enter the stock right now. Uh, because the valuation as well, it's bordering near insanity. And uh, the CEO, Elon himself, has come out uh, several times and said that the stock price is too high. Uh, what do you think about that? Definitely. I mean, uh, valuation is, is very important. If you're, if you're a retail investor, you need to be very cautious about what price you're entering into a stock. You know? so, and just to give the listeners a little bit of perspective, you know what we're talking about. Tesla produces around 5% of what Toyota makes, but it's still more valuable than Toyota. You know, that should be enough to answer your question about the valuation of the company. And you know, Tesla is trading at around 10 times sales. You don't even want to know the PE ratio of this company because it, it is insane. And industry veterans like Morgan Stanley, along with other big shots feel that, you know, the company is being priced like a tech stock. Investors are ignoring the fact that it's an automobile company, which is very capital intensive. To scale up, you have to spend more money. If you want to make more cars, you have to set up more factories. You cannot scale it up without spending more money. So for the current price to be justified, Tesla at this moment needs to make around 4 million units annually for the next 10 years. And Tesla is nowhere near that. Yeah, that is um, exactly that is very true. I mean, there's also serious execution risks with this. Uh, when you're doing a business, unexpected things such as the COVID-19 pandemic, these things will occur. And uh, you've also got legacy companies such as BMW, Mercedes, and all these new startups like Rivian, Neo, Nikola, also coming after Tesla's business. Yeah, so it is not an easy job for Tesla to execute this. And, you know, if, if you're a Tesla bear, if you're a short seller, I mean, it looks very exciting for you. But I would still suggest that just be on the lookout because you see the bulls are driving the stock up. And, and if you're a Tesla bull, right, you have an entirely different thesis about this company. So to just give you an example, there is a billionaire investor by the name of Ron Barron that believes that Tesla has the potential to become a trillion dollar company within 10 years, you know, trillion dollars in revenue and that it could be one of the largest companies in the world. 
and the bull thesis here is that elon musk and tesla are at a forefront towards a greater future definitely i don't deny that and not only is tesla a leader in electrical vehicles but it's growing battery solar autonomous driving decisions will also fuel the future gains and there is strong demand for model y and cybertruck and the company's energy storage business is doubling each year so it recently opened its uh, giga factory in germany and you know that's a very exciting initiative in itself and the solar division which is just getting started is worth around 40 billion dollars already so it is a very exciting time but as a retail investor and as a follower of warren buffett i think people need to understand the concept of present value of money so even if tesla makes a trillion dollars 20 years down the line those trillion dollars are worth just 300 billion if you discount it to today's value those trillion dollars are just worth 300 billion so to really justify the valuation tesla needs to continuously scale up completely dominate every industry it steps in and executes elon vision flawlessly otherwise you know the stock in very well fall like a house of cards yeah um exactly i mean time is such a tricky concept after all you know and it it's uh, it sure is very important when it comes to investing uh, especially in the long term you know you say that um, the execution needs to be flawless imagine if tomorrow you know elon musk just decides to become a monk i mean you never know well, what do you think happens to tesla then i'd definitely like to see that happening and to answer your question i think the the single most important person to ensure that tesla delivers on its promise is elon musk definitely he is one of the persons that is driving the innovation and the breakneck speed at which tesla is growing and and without him at the top I, i'm not sure you'll have the same level of excitement around tesla he is the x factor he he brings the game to the table so you just you need him at the top but also you know you need to keep him away from twitter i feel he he has a knack for controversies you know two years back the sec slapped a 20 million dollar fine on tesla and elon respectively for a tweet saying that you know he was taking tesla private at 420 dollars funding was secured double quotations i mean if you think about it at 420 dollars what would have how good a deal that would have been for the private investor that was investing in tesla so you know he is very erratic and he has to be very careful about how he presents himself through social media as well <laughs> yeah i mean exactly and you know they they even had to remove him as the chairman of tesla didn't they yeah they did and if that's not enough you know he also smoked pot on a podcast i mean you certainly don't want to do that if you're a ceo of the largest automobile company in the world and like you said you know he's constantly over promising and under delivering so that's not what you look from the management of a company you need a strong management you know even after all these after all the stuff that he pulls he's still the best man for tesla because you know elon just keeps doing the unexpected you you never know what what he's going to do next so you wake up one day and you find out that you know he's going into another industry that he's going to disrupt and his vision and strategy is the reason behind tesla's success you know he he's probably the best storyteller out there after steve jobs and he's made people buy into his vision people love him he has a crazy fan following on twitter and i personally want him to succeed because you know he can change the world but to answer your question if he becomes a monk robin sharma can surely come out with a book called the monk who sold his tesla yeah <laughs> i mean that would make for a very interesting read for sure <laughs>
Yeah, and uh, we know that Tesla is generating a lot of excitement, and we know what happens when competitors catch the sniff of that. And the electric car industry is going to be one of the biggest industries of the future, no doubt about that. If we want to survive as a society, we need to move away from fossil fuels. You know, cut back on those greenhouse gas emissions. And Tesla's competitors are smelling the money. And you know, I'm I'm sure the board of directors and other car companies are seeing Tesla's meteoric rise and are pounding their hands on the table, going like, you know, guys, we need to do something about this. Uh, yeah, I mean, like exactly, you know, competition is after all the biggest risk for Tesla itself. They they have stiff competition from competitors like all around the world. Basically, uh, even new automakers have appeared in the last few years. Most notably, startups like Rivian and uh, Nikola. And uh, the old guard of automakers as well, such as Toyota, Honda, Audi, BMW, and Mercedes, though they're still focused on uh, producing cars, you know, with their, which are either uh, hybrid, like semi-electric or, non, or non-renewable fuel cars. In the recent timeline, uh, these companies have also pledged to try and make electric cars uh, going forward. Tesla's success has certainly given these uh, big automakers a headache in terms of, you know, them having to innovate and catch up uh, to be at the level of progress being made by Tesla, essentially. Yeah, I, I do remember before the show, you know, you told me how Nikola tripled in a matter of months. I mean, huge potential there. Oh, yeah, certainly. I mean, like new startups and concepts are, in my opinion, the main rivals Tesla will be facing in the future, uh, electric car uh, startups. So there's a new uh, startup just recently. It's, it's still an idea and concept. It's called uh, Nikola. It's an electric electric slash hydrogen truck maker. And uh, there's also one called Rivian, which is uh, being backed by Amazon and Ford, who are investors of that company. I still think Tesla's uh, advantage, uh, though, is derived through its high value and high quality products and the user friendliness that its products have for all its customers. And the fact that all the, uh, the cars that they give out on the road, they have that constant being able to update themselves with the software, which allows the hardware in the car to be better, which shows you the cutting edge technology in every single Tesla car. In terms of Rivian and Nikola, uh, they both ramped up their research and they look to launch into the markets in 2021. So that is when Tesla has decided to also launch their Cybertruck and semi-automatics as well, which is where Rivian and Nikola both specialize. It does seem though that these um, companies have opted to stay out of the sedan business. And, you know, they focus on the truck business, even though you can see that Tesla's had whopping success with their Tesla Model S cars and Model 3 cars because I feel that they don't think they can compete with Tesla in that particular sector right now. And I think with these new startups focusing on one segment of Tesla's car business, Tesla will face growing competition when it comes to the transportations of uh, goods industry in America and potentially around the world in the future as well. So I, I, but I think when it comes to the car, uh, when it comes to the sedan business, they have a clear cut edge over the rest of the industry, not just uh, these new startups, but also the old guard. Uh, at least for now, I would say. Uh, the only thing is that with these big automakers such as BMW, Mercedes, they, they have very large budgets for research. And some companies have pledged a substantial amount of their money being invested into new electric models, which will be produced, which should be on the road by uh, 2030. And Tesla will have to keep its you know, unique selling point and innovation up to its current pace that it has managed for the last few years if it wants to maintain a sharp edge over its competition, I guess. 
definitely i mean competition is is just going to heat up going forward you know good news for mother earth no doubt but the the reason why tesla is being valued the way it is is because tesla is more than an automaker you know with with its feet dipped into energy storage and solar power and definitely very exciting time going forward we we might you know even catch up do a follow up show sometime you know talk about how this industry has panned out but before i let you go my my last question as a as a retail investor given the valuation that tesla has what what would you suggest people to do should they buy hold or short the stock um i mean as a retail investor myself uh, i would probably say current owners of the tesla stock who uh, are already holding positions in the stock itself i think they should uh, hold their positions for the near or distant future depending on of course i mean it depends on person to person you know whatever your individual target prices and satisfactory level of returns are i mean you, as if you can see in the last 3 months alone tesla has given its investors a staggering return of nearly up to 80% which in my opinion just shows the belief uh, retail investors and large institutions have instilled in the company itself and the and based on the performance it's had in these uh, last two uh, tough quarters uh, in this uh, post covid 19 world Uh, but i i what i would say though is that for investors who are looking to invest into tesla now the current price of you know sub $1500 it seems like a bit of a steep initial investment uh, even per share so I, i would recommend wait it out a little bit and buying at levels probably close to around 1000 uh, us dollars uh, i think for me that seems like a safe level for you to enter the stock at and based on the potential growth that the company has and the current rate of growth that it has shown in the last few years I mean, you know, Tesla has doubled the number of cars it's been able to deliver since uh, quarter to quarter uh, over last quarter compared to this quarter. That that just shows the progress that they're making. And deliveries were, uh, in fact, the highlight of the problems that Tesla faced um, earlier in their, you know, when the company had just IPO'd and started, even with the Tesla Roadster, the Tesla Model S, and the Tesla Model Model Three. So this kind of progress is uh, very promising and I think it paves the way for future uh, exponential growth in terms of uh, them being able to run their uh, factories at full scale when uh, the COVID-19 pandemic hopefully will be over by then. And I mean you can even see second quarter earnings of uh, Tesla this year have also qualified the stock for an inclusion into the S&P 500. So this gives a significant boost to the company's profile. I mean, it in turn it'll also help it increase its market value, which will just get crazier. Yeah, and and, and if you're looking to short Tesla, don't because no matter how logical it feels, we still have no idea how long this rally will continue. So uh it's a very exciting time ahead if, if you're a short seller the takeaway from this podcast is that don't short sell tesla for now i mean you know de- definitely i i would certainly mention that uh tesla's current valuation is not based on what it has uh earned the uh, the money that it has earned or the sales that it's been able to make but it's more on on the future potential of the company itself and this is quite a risky factor at the moment because there's no tangible uh, evidence and all the evidence that we can see so far with their deliveries their profits their sales it's kind of being blown out of proportion i mean even as recently as the stock it touched uh, 1700 us dollars just at some point in recent weeks so it's really crazy i mean but i i would not uh, recommend shorting the stock in my opinion All right man I had an amazing time you know talking about Tesla with you and hope to get you back on the show sometime in the future I would certainly love that yeah, it was a very interesting uh, conversation to say the least I really enjoyed it and I really hope to do this again with you 
thanks thanks sidan thanks for uh, coming on the show and that does it for today's edition of bazaar uh, people on the show may have certain recommendations to buy or sell securities so don't buy or sell based on what you hear do your own research before you make any investing decision if you have any suggestions for us if you have any you know recommendations of any any topic suggestions you can reach out to us at the bazaar podcast at gmail.com we would love to know what you think of the show that helps us you know make the show better make it more interesting for you so please give us a feedback let me know what you think and we will see you next week